T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Every time I come on this show, old school great radio. Nick Wright. You know, once upon a time, I used to think I was Kansas City's favorite son. And then Patrick Mahomes came along and very rudely took the spot from me. Yeah, I appreciate y'all. Host of First Things First on Fox Sports 1. The bell of the ball. How are you feeling? Like a champion is how I'm feeling. Let's go. Host of the What's Right podcast. We're going back to Lil Wayne right now, right? I mean, it was a somewhat surreal experience just being there in his living room. And he's such a good guy, man. Likewise, man. Thank you. I've always wanted to talk, man, always. I text him, what are you doing for the game? And he instantly hit me back and he was like, well, I did the intro for the game. Did you hit an intro? I think they want me to come out for the game, but I'm going to tell them I can't because my man Nick's in town. Can't get better than that if you ask me. Member of the WAER Syracuse Radio Hall of Fame. Nick Wright, I get an email, or Fritzy does. He goes, "Uh, Nick gave away your Marconi. Danny Park who hosts Afternoons on the Score in Chicago. He didn't win because Greg Hill from Boston won. I don't know what they submitted. That's outrageous. But doesn't matter. That is what we call paying it forward. Paul Pabst. Nick Wright took the award. Somehow it's in the WSCR studios. Mitch Rosen, he's dodging my calls. I can't get a hold of the award. Nick Wright with Parkins and Spiegel. The best local sports radio station in the entire country, despite employing Danny Parkins. On 670 The Score. First things first, it's a hit TV show on Fox Sports 1. Of course, our listeners don't watch it because it competes with us, but seemingly everyone else in the country checks it out. Our guy Nick Wright, kind enough to join us on the Circus Sports Illinois Hotline. Download the Circus Sports app today. Dan Patrick's Marconi is in Matt Spiegel's hands. What's up, Nick? So I feel like I've kind of gotten screwed here, Parco. Hi, Matt. Um, Hi, Nick. I was told I needed to do this via Zoom, and yet I can't see you guys. <laughs> I'm just looking at a screen that says 670 the score. Yeah, no, Is this because this is one of the many days, Danny, where you're working from home, or what the hell's going on here? We forgot to jump in the Zoom. We didn't jump in the Zoom. At some is, point. This is also that we can take your incredible takes and associate video with it and uh, you know repurpose it for social media later. Yeah. But you guys aren't there. Okay, whatever. I listen. I, a lot's changed in radio since I, you know, since, since I was doing it. it uh, you, the technology's yes. seemingly gotten better, but you're not using it. I, I don't know. Um, which member of the Rolling Stones did your ace producer, the real star of the show? get to make a pick this year we had a legendary chicago bass player daryl jones who has been in the stones for decades now hopped on and uh and we got to talk to him it was it, it was outrageously cool 
That's a good awesome. Day. That's one of the coolest bits in radio. That's how you guys become a top two afternoon show <laughs> in the entire country. <laughs> uh, have, at Spiegel, by the way, has yeah. Danny told you that one of our dear friends and so Danny in you, this show, if you guys haven't talked about it, I assume you've talked about it a ton knowing Parkins, <laughs> but if the listeners don't know, it was named the second best major market afternoon radio show in the country. Yeah. The guy who hosts first and pod with Parco, his show was named the best. So like Danny got second best major market and now, and Filipponi still has bragging rights because he was named best mid-market. So we don't how about kiss that? each other's so, fannies on this show. Yeah, have you ever seen them kiss each other's fannies? Because they don't do it uh, according to the you know, promo for First and Pod. But I feel like you might have seen it live, Nick. So here's the thing: that <laughs> it is so funny that Pony felt, and that's who I call Andrew Filipponi. He does afternoons on uh, the fan in Pittsburgh. If people want to listen to a show that's number one, right? Number <laughs> two, yeah. uh, in the genre. Uh, it, on this show, on First and Pod, they curse. Yeah. Danny seems to flirt with doing the show, you know, in a somewhat inebriated state. There's a lot of things... <laughs> But for some reason, Andrew drew the line at saying "kiss each other's asses," <laughs> and he was like, "Fannies." I didn't, I didn't understand it then, and I certainly don't understand why that was decided to be part of the sizzle reel. But I know that's not why you guys are bringing me. On. We don't kiss each other's fannies on this show. No, it, it no, makes these guys so happy, and uh, yeah, you are our number one, and at times it feels like only listener of First and Pod, and we appreciate. It's a great show. It, the only way it could have been better is if either you. Or Filipponi knew that even if Brock Purdy throws 11 touchdowns and wins Super Bowl MVP, the Niners are barred by the collective bargaining agreement from paying him for another full year. Like, it's a great podcast <laughs> that has about one egregious fact error an episode. And so, but I still love it. I still I maintain it. it doesn't matter. I, if, if he wins the Super Bowl and has 11 touchdowns, they'll pay him after next year. That's yeah, that's but that's not the conversation you guys had. Okay. Let's be honest. Okay. You were talking about him getting paid this offseason, and I wasn't there in time. You know, I'm your ombudsman for that show. I text you guys all the time about, you know, takes I like or fact errors. You have Spiegel for this one. Yes. On that one, you have Filipponi, who's, you know, juggling a newborn and a lot of stuff. But let's talk about why the Chiefs are going to kick the Niners' ass. Let's do it. So I'm curious because you are one of the few, you know – Bears fans do not know what this is like. Most NFL fan bases do not know what it is like uh, to be in the Super Bowl, be in, on Championship Sunday every year. Confidence level in the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl for you going into the game compared to the previous Niners won, the Bucks won, the Eagles won. How does this one feel compared to those other three? Oddly, second most confident <laughs> But the game I was most confident for is the one they got rolled. So take that oh. for what you will. Um, that, uh, you know, the 2020 Chiefs had won seven straight games the previous year to win the Super Bowl. And then were going into the Super Bowl 16-1 and that year when Mahomes played. He sat out their final game of the year. That team had won 23 of 24 games. And really felt like a special, special team. And, you know, then all of a sudden was down four offensive linemen and got rolled. This, here's the thing. 
the Chiefs, the Niners have gone from Jordan Love, who's good and young, and I know it's tough for Bears fans. I get it, but don't worry. You're about to have Caleb, I would imagine. Uh, Jared Goff, who's fine, to Patrick Mahomes. So they are about to go from a medium degree of difficulty, medium degree of difficulty, to, you know, Madden mode from the last couple weeks. They have played two, they have played consecutive bad defenses. They are about to face, I believe, the best defense in the NFL. The Chiefs, on the other hand, have just gone from Josh Allen to Lamar Jackson to Brock Purdy and the Ravens defense to this Niners defense, which has been downright mediocre for the better part of six weeks. So the the Raven the Niners are about to have their toughest test. The Chiefs are about to be under the easiest circumstances. The Niners have been at home. The Chiefs have been on the road. Patrick Mahomes, as you pointed out on First and Pod, credit to you, 11-0 in a dome, 26 touchdowns, two picks, 320 yards per game. He has the second most wins of any quarterback ever at Allegiant Stadium, which is where the Raiders play. <laughs> Only Derek Carr has more. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs are healthy on offense. And there is, right now, I, I just, I think that there are a lot of things the Niners can exploit, the Chiefs can exploit on San Francisco. And the only thing the Niners can exploit is if Christian McCaffrey can have a Terrell Davis in 97 type of game. But I don't know if you should listen to me. I've only been the only person in America <laughs> correct about the Chiefs every step of the way. Every step of the way. You carved out a, a niche as a Mahomes guy, and that's worked out nicely. He's the pride of Kansas City, Nick Wright. What is it about him as you have gotten closer, and I mean, I saw the hug at last year's parade. I, I mean, I, you seems like you're, if not inner circle, you're tangential to inner circle at this point. But what is it about him? Because he doesn't get rattled and make the mistakes, man. It's like I, I, I don't, I don't understand how you can be that freewheeling and comfortable to be creative and chaotic without a single turnover worthy play this entire off season to go along with it. So I'll give you an anecdote and then I'll give you some facts. The, my favorite Mahomes anecdote ever is he had one of those, the, I don't know if it was a whoop ring or one of those devices that measures your heart rate on during the epic uh, overtime divisional round game against Buffalo from a couple years ago. The one that afterwards the NFL had to change the rules because it's not fair to the Bills, even though the Chiefs had lost a conference championship game two years prior under the exact same circumstances. No one gave a damn, but it doesn't matter. Um, In that game, Mahomes only had an elevated heart rate when he was on the sideline. So he got anxious and nervous when he couldn't when control Josh it. Allen had the ball. And once he got the ball, he was calm. And that I think speaks to, and that includes the 13 second sequence that speaks to who he is, what we have seen, not just this. So the last time Patrick Mahomes threw an interception in the postseason was the culmination of the only bad half of playoff football he's ever played the second half against Cincinnati in the AFC title game. And to this day, he would tell, well, to this day, he would, I don't know if he'd say it publicly, but I know that game burns him more than the Super Bowl. That is the only playoff game that I think he, and now I can't speak for him, but I think he feels like he cost them the game. 
Like that was my mistakes. I blew it. And since that moment, that was also the last pass he ever threw to Tyree Kill. He hasn't made a single postseason mistake. He hasn't thrown a, it's, it. They are 6-0. and oh. They have been underdogs in four of the six games. He, they have gone on the road twice. He has thrown zero interceptions. He is also averaging 90 fewer yards per game than in his pr- playoff career leading up to that. And so we had the discussion yesterday, is Patrick Mahomes a game manager this season? And the answer is, Patrick Mahomes is has turned himself into the best of whatever the situation demands. <laughs> if it is a game like Buffalo, where it's going to be up and down the field, they all of a sudden have eight 20-plus yard plays, could have scored 30-plus points if not for the fumble at the goal line on the road in inclement conditions. If it's the Ravens game, where after getting the 17 points on the board in the first half, the only goal is not turning the ball over, he can make sure that happens as well. If it's the Eagles or Bengals games last year, and the biggest plays of the game demand he run, even though he has a half-broken ankle, he can do that too. And so there, there is not a type of quarterbacking that this guy can't do. And again, this is why I think Bears fans should be excited because there's only been one player the last decade that stylistically and talent-wise looks like Patrick Mahomes, and that guy's Caleb. Now, I don't know if you'll have the mental makeup Patrick does, but that guy should be your guy's quarterback for the next decade. Yeah, and we certainly think he will be. We're talking to Nick Wright of First Things First and Fox Sports 1. You know I think the Mahomes-Brady stuff is like the 10th most interesting thing yeah, I don't understand how you could think that, but yeah, you do. I, I do. I You'd just much I, rather talk about Chris Jones against the the Niners' right it, side of their offensive line. No, Brady's bonanza. I'm a, but but I you know you're you're our guest. I'm a good host. You are great at the goat okay. stuff and the historical context stuff. I am curious uh, your perspective on Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and their chances of being considered the goat coach quarterback tight end when it's all said and done for each of them all right I think Kelsey's already there okay um I nobody in no tight end in NFL history has more than four total thousand yard seasons more than three consecutive Kelsey had seven in a row and sacrificed the opportunity for eight uh in this season when he was 14 yards away from it to get his body right and ended up paying great dividends Right now, in all of NFL playoff history, this is not amongst tight ends. This is amongst players. The most catches in playoff history, Travis Kelsey, second is Jerry Rice. The most yards per game in playoff history is Travis Kelsey, 86. That's crazy. The most the most receiving touchdowns, number one, Rice, number two, Kelsey. The most total touchdowns, number one, Rice at 22, Tied for second, Emmett Smith and Thurman Thomas at 21, Kelsey at 19. <laughs> so he could end up passing all of them. Most receiving yards in playoff history, Jerry with 2240, number two, Travis Kelsey with 1810, I think. So he is going to be, or he already is, first or second in everything for the playoffs. And so he, to me, and people say, ah, Gronk has four rings. I don't think we should do ring counting for the tight end position. But if we are, it should be noted, the Atlanta Super Bowl, 
Gronk did not play the second half of that season or that Super Bowl. And I think Kelsey's about to have a third ring. So Kelsey's already the GOAT. Reed is a tricky one. So Reed is closer than anybody recognizes when it comes to this stuff. Andy, Bill Belichick has 31 postseason wins. Andy Reed has 25. He's six away. Bill Belichick is 44 regular season wins ahead of Andy, and Bill Belichick is currently unemployed. So as far as those records would seem to matter to to Bill, if Andy keeps coaching four more years, he'll pass him in all of those. Then you get to, yeah, but will he get to six Super Bowls if he has to do that? If he has to do that, probably not. But if they win this weekend and he has three, you've got to imagine he'll get at least one more over the next few years, and then you start having this conversation. Without Tom Brady, Bill Belichick won zero career playoff games, made the playoffs twice. Without Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid went to five conference championship games, won Super Bowl, made the playoffs 13 times. That Bill Belichick has had eight losing seasons. Andy Reid has had three. Hmm. So it at least is going to be a discussion. And then when it comes to Mahomes-Brady, there the I don't believe he has to get to seven. I do think he would need more than three. And everybody says correctly, Brady had three in his first four years. That's correct. He also had three in his first 13 years. So Patrick will be well ahead of pace, right? If the Chiefs win Sunday, here's the numbers for Brady. If you just take out both of their rookie seasons when they didn't play. Brady, seven rings in 22 seasons. That's 32%. Uh, 10 Super Bowl appearances in 22 seasons. That's 45%. And 14 conference championship games in 22 seasons. That's 64%. Mahomes, if they win Sunday, Three rings in six years, 50%. And even if they lose, by the way, he's at 33%, which is ahead of the pace. Four Super Bowl appearances in six years, 67% way out of the pace. And six for six on conference championship game appearances, that's 100%. The one, Brady will have him beaten in rings and time suspended by the league for obvious cheating. So people can do with it what they want. <laughs> that's incredible stuff from Nick Wright. Um, and I think you're right that Reed is closer I mean, he 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 had over 500 seasons with Jeff Garcia and Kevin Cobb, and five times with Alex Smith. Five times. It's it's insane the volume of success with all the all the different quarterbacks. And Nick, I looked at um, something you shared today from November. It was an episode of your What's Right show, where you were breaking down the Hall of Fame semifinalists into a group of finalists, and then you came up with a list of five. And the five you came up with were the five that got in. So yeah, that's, they finally got it right. Yeah. They finally agreed with me. I mean, they, yeah. they, I mean, you absolutely nailed it, which is which is absurd. We've been celebrating Hester and and Mongo and, and and Peppers. Is Hester the last specialist, the last return specialist to ever get in? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, probably. Yeah, I mean, listen, the. It, um, just doesn't I exist talk, anymore. The gig doesn't yeah, exist. Yeah, I mean, Vinatieri, is Vinatieri in? I don't know. Like, kickers will get in. Tucker next year. Vinatieri's um, on the docket next year. But um, but I think that they, I think they did this perfectly, personally, if I may. Like, Andre Johnson, I don't care what the numbers are. I, I value 
were you in the discussion for the best at your spot for at least a half decade? He was. So I wanted him in. Patrick Willis, by the exact same math, he needed to be in. Dwight Freeney was the best defensive player on a great team for over a decade. He needed to be in. Hester, to me, it was an... If you are the best ever at something, and it's something that matters, then you get into the Hall of Fame. And who did I leave out? There was somebody I didn't mention there that got in. Did uh, you say Peppers? The, Peppers. Oh, Peppers. Oh, yeah. I've and well, Peppers was a Peppers. You don't even have to talk about. Right. I mean, Peppers, yeah, 100, me, 160 no, sacks. He's in. Yeah. I mean, it, the there was no there was no question on Peppers. People were upset. People assumed Gates was going to be first ballot. And Gates will get in, but he didn't, to me, Gates didn't have the career that demanded first ballot. And so I think they, listen, as you mentioned, Matt, these were the five I said I wanted to get in. They are the five that got in. But this is why the NFL Hall of Fame is so great, because it is so gosh darn hard to get in. Because next year, new guys come available. Oh, and man. Hold on a second. What? Well, hold on a second, Nick. I had to get upstaged. Nick. I had to get upstaged. I got my TV star friend, and now I got number one in my podcast host. Pony just called Nick, in. can you hear me? Oh, my goodness. Andrew, <laughs> oh, wow. Is it true you wow. were bashing Danny? Is it true you were yeah. talking smack on Danny? I heard you were saying mean things and complimentary things of me, and I wanted to get in on the fun. Is that true? <laughs> well, it's partially true. I'd like to congratulate you on the, you know, the having the the number one ranking for your talk show, and you can lord over Danny that he has a number two ranking and you have number one. I also was trying to discuss about how neither you nor Danny knew that the Niners were not legally allowed to pay Brock Purdy this offseason. Another factor by the first and pod crew need to clean that up and then lastly why did you say kiss each other's fannies when you drop f-bombs on the pod with regularity can't do f-bombs on the podcast anymore because we're simulcast on terrestrial radio stations big shot oh, oh wow well i guess that answers the question um also i have another and by the way the, you're I, wrong about yeah. hester every single guy that was on the ballot should have made the hall of fame over him okay well this guy <laughs> this is also andrew you're the worst to, yeah you're the worst trying to argue that Heinz Ward is a Hall of Famer. Because of his when blocking. Heinz Ward is lucky to be a Steeler Hall of Famer, much less a pro football Hall of Famer. Like, if Heinz Ward gets in, you know who should be super pissed? Wayne Trebet. So miss me with this Devin Hester shouldn't be Hall of Famer nonsense. Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick. Yeah. If you asked yeah. every single person in that room, you can start a team with Antonio Gates or Devin Hester. How many people say Devin Hester? Zero. Not one. Yeah, but really? That's not a single guy. Okay, well, I'd rather add the, the Kansas City Chiefs are in the midst of a dynasty. And if you're telling me I could add to it Antonio Gates or Devin Hester, I'd take Hester. So take no, that. No, he would not. Yeah, I would. <laughs> we have Kelsey. We have Kelsey. Hester's a uh, – give right. me a break. Also, you know, it's a museum, yeah. Pony. Yeah. It's about honoring the history of the game. It's not about starting a team. Right. It's asking, like, would you rather have, uh, you know, a, a closer like Dennis Eckersley or Cal Ripken on your team? That's not fair to think of it that way. It's a museum. Right, so let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Spiegel. Should yes. the best long snapper in NFL history be in the Hall of Fame? Uh, Patrick Manley should be Patrick in the Hall Manley of Fame. He should be, as a matter of fact. He should be fact. in all Hall of Fames, you know, actually. Hey, Pony, <laughs> allow me to be the one to point out 
that we are a major market <laughs> afternoon show. Okay? <laughs> that you might be number one, but market size matters, sir. Can I hold on? And I can I just revisit this for a moment, please. I, a lot of things are going I on here. I do not agree. If you you did something very tricky, which was you went to Gates as saying, yeah. which is you can make that argument. That's fine. I do not think and you can it make is anywhere genuine argument that you would take Hester over Gates, which is preposterous. But continue. No, well, I, it was because my team already has Travis Kelsey, you doofus, and so we. Right. And no team can Gage put two tight ends redundant. on the field at the same time. Correct. Yeah, Keep been going. there, done that. We're trying to do new things in Kansas City. The, the, here's the point I'm making. I think I do not think it is clear cut that people would want Heinz Ward over Devin Hester, and I do yes, not think. I, if Football Night in America didn't exist, Heinz Ward would never have even been a semifinalist. That guy was a nice player for a long time. Like Nick, they, Peter King yeah. named him one of the four best receivers of the 40 years he spent covering football. Now, if Danny yeah. and Matt, who have Peter King on the show once a week, yeah. if they want to disparage him and pick apart his credibility, <laughs> by all means, guys, go ahead. Hey, Pony, are, are the Steelers going to panic and give up the first-round pick for Justin Fields? I hope so. No, because it's only going to take a second or third. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Your one might be very nice. Uh, can I Can I ask one more thing? Please. If I made a Pony back to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Um. Hey, aren't you sick? of being wrong about the Chiefs, you <laughs> giant clown, picking against them every round of the playoffs. And every time, so here's what, this is why First and Pod's such a good listen. Here has been the story arc of Andrew Filipponi with the Chiefs. Give me all the reasons Thursday night why Miami's going to go into Arrowhead and win. And then Sunday night after the game, be like, well, turns out it was cold and therefore it doesn't count. Give me all the reasons why Buffalo is going to beat the Chiefs and then be like, well, turns out Buffalo was missing their inside linebacker too. Doesn't count. Give me all the reasons why Baltimore is going to mud stomp the Chiefs and then come on Sunday night and be like, gosh darn it. The Ravens play caller run the ball button wasn't working. Not a thing Kansas City had to do with it. And then in the Super Bowl pod gave me all the reasons the Chiefs might blow out San Francisco <laughs> yeah. and then pick the Niners. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just setting it up so you have to listen to both episodes. Which Thursday by, for the come by up. the way, Nick, I'm not going to try to argue with you or refute anything that you just said. I literally have the same top uh, talking points. As Chris Bruce, Broussard, and you don't call his ass a clown. So I why do. is it? Why, why, why is that for me? I no, do you don't. call him a clown. No, you do not call him a clown. I, oh. I built a good portion of my empire doing that exact thing. You guys are two of my best friends in the absolute world. I love you both. We don't kiss each other's fannies on this show. I, no. It extended oh, to this show. Yeah, 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 Pony. They play it to me all the time. <laughs> I blame you. I blame you. That's hey, our Nick, favorite way to uh, watch, promote. Hey, Nick, are you going to watch yeah. the live uh, webcast of the score Super Bowl preview? You going to watch that with me? That's a yeah, big deal. What is that? What do I do? What are you talking about? Oh, you mean the Sunday show at noon? Are you yeah. talking about fun? Yeah. All seven yeah. of us are, uh, all seven hosts are doing a show noon to three, Nick. You can lock in. And then Sunday night. Oh, we'll I'm in. I'm going to, I'll second screen that because I'm going to be watching Caitlin Clark on Fox 
the most exciting player in basketball, men's or women's. Watch that. Watch that. I don't need any of the actual real pregame. That's perfect. And then the Chiefs. The Chiefs are going to blow out the Niners. They're going to have the greatest five-year run in the history of the NFL. Look it up. Five seasons, three titles, one loss in the Super Bowl, one loss in the conference championship game overtime, and one more regular season victory than New England when they did something very similar. And it's just, I mean, it's just dynasty. And then I'm in Kansas City for the parade. I just can't wait. And Pony, in all sincerity, you guys are doing a great job on the pod and your show's great. And I love you. I know you think I'm always picking on you, but it's just because, you know, you're the real talent of first and pod. So I expect more from you. (laughs) See you boys. Talk to you soon. All right, that's Nick Wright and Andrew Filipponi. Andrew Filipponi out in Pittsburgh, first and pod. Nick Wright, first things first. That's a fine ombudsman that you guys have yeah, for that show. Yeah, he's, he, he, know, he knows his stuff. Um, we have uh, a Super Bowl to talk about and how we're actually going to consume this game. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.